0: From Victoria's Racing Heartland, the show dedicated to keeping Victoria Country Racing strong. Welcome to Coffee Country
1: with Harry Coffee, Maggie Payne and Gareth Hall. Where we belong, As we take a look at country racing around this beautiful state of Victoria, it is Coffee Country. It's our new look country racing show and let's welcome in the team. The star of the show these days, Harry Coffey, the boy from the Mallee. G'day, Harry.
0: Hey, guys, Gareth. Nice to be back on.
1: Hello to you, Maggie.
0: Hi, Gareth.
2: Yeah, good to be back and excited for some country cups tomorrow.
1: Now, Harry, what did you do to get suspended? We've been looking for your name in the form guide and you've got a little time off.
0: Yeah, a little time off. Badly time too. Fair bit of racing going on at the moment. So my manager wasn't happy uh, knocking back rides all week. But uh, last meeting at Swan Hill, a little bit excited on my home turf and just edged out when I wasn't clear and bowled poor old Jared Fry over a good mate of mine, but I did go on to win the race, so it wasn't all forgotten, but uh, I was found guilty and I copped a little eight-meeting suspension, which is in the low range and I told the stewards you don't know how much you're costing me, but there are people out there at the moment with a lot bigger suspensions than I have at the moment, so I I, I shouldn't win.
1: Just on that um, Harry, when you walk into the stewards' room, do you know that you've done something wrong and you have? Because I would imagine you'd be a pretty good speaker inside that stewards' room.
0: Yeah, I have been known to spin a yarn, and the, you can tell the steward, like when I'm talking, the stewards get looking at me thinking, ah, oh, he just won't give in and uh, he won't bow out. So they, <laughs> yeah, we have some uh, strong discussions, but uh, I get along with the stewards pretty well. And at the end of the day, I actually did feel like I did the wrong thing and I wasn't patient enough and I didn't wait long enough when I come out and when you bowl a good mate over too you sort of feel a little bit bad So, and uh, Jared, he made it even look good so I probably deserved my suspension and you go in there with your fellow riders and as I said, I bowled Jared over who's a mate and then he's got to go in there and throw you under the bus and tell, <laughs> tell the steward what happened so he's in there saying, oh, it wasn't that bad but <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the way it is, it happens uh, it happens regularly, and like people, people say, oh, you're suspended. You must have did something wrong. But you can move two inches and cop a little weak suspension. So um, sometimes, they're blessings in disguise too. It doesn't it doesn't hurt to have a little break.
2: I think some of those stewards' uh, rooms meeting could make for some good reality TV in there, Harry and. Like you said, some discussions going on, but you've still got to do the work. How do you go sitting on the fence? You'd have itchy feet this week especially, but you've still got to put in the work behind the scenes for the whole spring coming ahead.
0: Yeah, that's right. I, um, I had trials Monday and Tuesday, so that was the beginning of my weekend. Um I pulled up with a little bit of hay fever. So the last couple, was well, this morning I um, had a little rest, so um, it's good to have a little break, but um, I'll be back on the horse tomorrow morning bowl a few around for dad at home and it's not bad and um i've ridden for a long time you don't get to watch many grand finals so um, yes. um it's, it's it's a bit different having grand final weekend off but i must admit great idea by Racing victoria to, to um and country racing to take full um initiative and and put two country meetings on tomorrow when nobody can do anything because it's a public holiday so i hope turnovers up and i hope uh the, uh, the country lads can put on a good show at uh, Bonilla
1: and Tolerone. Hey, Harry, just back on the stewards' room. So has there been a case where you've walked into a stewards' room and one of your mates has cut you off and you need to go and defend them and you've been caught in a really awkward spot? Because the stewards know what you're, what you're trying to say, but they know that your mate's done something wrong. But have you been able to dig someone out of trouble over the years, Harry?
0: Oh, not really. They can sort of see through it, and they know <laughs> they they sort of know what's going on. But it also, you got to go in there and be honest as well, because you don't want them to just think, "Well, he just comes in here and lies every time." So, if you're good enough, if you got a good enough mate, um, and he knows he did something wrong, well, you uh, you can be able to throw them under the bus without um, them getting dirty on you. So, I. Uh, but also, as a senior rider, a lot of the time the apprentice jockeys they might get in trouble and they, they actually take a, someone to represent them in with them. Um, oh, okay. More experience. So um, that's one of the hardest things ever is to go in with an apprentice and they've absolutely duped someone and you've got to go in there and fight for them and you just think, oh, mate, you're uh, on two weeks here for sure, so. That's, uh, that's harder than uh, getting
1: yourself off sometimes. I need to take a quick break here, guys. And when we return, we've got our Hall of Fame. Well, Maggie, you've got a new name for it, just quickly. What's a, what's the name for our new segment?
2: Well, it was actually actually suggested by a CRV employee, Lee Newton. Yes. Uh, Coffee's Hall of Pain. But, uh, I like it. <laughs> we're focusing on the good stuff that's happened in the country racing this week. So, Hall so- of Pain.
1: All right, then Hall of Pain's coming up next, and also we've got a new segment as well. Looking forward to it. Coffee's character and our special guest and our first guest is Logan McNeil, who delivered some performance there rodeo style on Monday at Kite. And so we'll take a quick break and come back with plenty more. This is Coffee Country with Gareth Hall, Maggie Payne, and of course Harry Coffee on RSN Central on this Thursday.
3: We begin with Team Australia.
2: We will start, ladies and gentlemen, with the man from the land down under, Team Australia.
1: And this is Logan McNeil's new job after his performance there, of course, on Tuesday at Kite, and his horse just wanted to um uh, become a rodeo horse and logan did a, a magnificent job to stay on terrific horsemanship and he is our first guest on um, uh, our country character of uh, the week and he joins us now logan welcome to coffee country You're with gareth hall harry coffee maggie payne thanks for joining us thanks
3: for having me guys
1: tell us about that experience on tuesday what was going through your mind
3: Yeah, it was pretty unreal. Um, It happened all pretty quickly, so I didn't have much time to think. But um, I definitely thought at a few stages I was coming off, that's for sure.
2: And Logan, there's been a few people online saying, you know, oh, he was a bit of luck. But what were you thinking during those moments? And it's not as easy as what it looks.
3: Yeah, definitely not. Um, As I said, you've got very short time to make a split decision on on what you're going to do and... I probably did have a little bit of luck with having the horse on my outside um, as I the horse recovered itself from, from dipping and then it threw me to the side and, and then the horse that uh, Jack Hill was on uh, sort of caught me to my outside on its neck and I was probably lucky it was there at the time and I was able to push off it and uh, able to mount my horse again.
1: Harry, could Jive have done that?
3: Um.
0: I don't know. I reckon Joel would have jumped off. He would have said, <laughs> <laughs> <would have>, "Nah, <laughs> I got a bit on, I got a bit too much going on this weekend in the biggies to be uh, trying to stay on this." But uh, it was a good effort by Loges, and Loges is a pretty laid-back character, and I think that was shown how uh, he was just hanging out the side, um, all arms and legs, and somehow got himself back on. So, but we did have a chat last night about it, didn't we, Loges? And you're used to that sort of behaviour. Um, and doing that sort of stuff, riding horses, because you've been up with Gerald Egan and um, a lot of your foundation would have been <clears throat> riding young horses and Gerald riding up next year on the pony and that and uh, keeping you on when you were learning to ride. So you're sort of used to it, aren't you, Logan?
3: Yeah, exactly right, Harry. Uh, it definitely plays a toll in it, riding all the younger ones and breakers and whatnot uh, when I was first starting off. So I definitely reckon that's played a toll in
1: it. What was it like growing up? Oh, sorry, Harry. Go, go, mate. I was was
0: just going to say, I doubt Gerald's been jumping out of the barriers (laughs) with you. It's been a while since that's gone on, hasn't it? Yeah, it's
3: definitely been a while since that. Um, Yeah, early in the days, it would have for sure, but, um, yeah, not not quite lately.
1: Would have been interesting, Harry and Mansfield there yesterday with Gerald and his team, because the epicentre, basically, of that earthquake yesterday was at Mansfield.
0: Yeah, that's right. And um, I was the only one that didn't feel it. I had people ringing me and texting me um, saying, did you feel that? And I certainly didn't, but uh, it must have been um, Gerald giving Logan a spray for not cleaning out a water bucket (laughs) properly at track work or something like that. Uh, Logan, were
2: you you in Mansfield
3: and did you feel it? Yeah, absolutely. I'd um, just finished track work and I just got home to have a bit of breakfast and I was sitting on the couch and... (laughs) I wasn't sure what was going on at first to begin with and it just kept kept getting worse and worse <laughs> and yeah, I, I definitely could feel it, that's for sure.
2: What did you real- oh, what were your your, your defence tactics? What were you gonna do under an emergency situation?
3: Um, at first I, I just ran outside, I just thought I didn't didn't want anything to collapse and on top of me or whatnot, so yeah, I just <laughs> ran outside to try and get away from it.
1: Oh, I could just imagine, I wish we had some cameras of everybody involved, what they actually did in their response after they felt that earthquake, because it was quite scary, and I would imagine it would have been quite scary in Mansfield, but I think it was six on the, the Richter scale there, Logan, so what is it like? We I've had a good chat to your brother, um, of course, on his Your Story segment, and he, and he spoke about Gerald Egan and the influence that he had on his career and he still has on his career. What is it like um, working for Gerald and what's he been able to do for, for you in the early part of your career?
3: Oh, Gerald's been massive for my career. Um, as you know, he's got a quite a good record uh, for apprentices and I think it's just how he takes in as his own sort of and, and treats you like his son, so... He's done a lot for me in the early days and and he still does a lot for me now.
1: Did you get sent to Gerald, um, Harry? No,
0: I I didn't actually. Um, I was just all under the Austin Coffee guidance. But um, Gerald and um, Dad are actually um, good mates and talk regularly and a bit of an old old school clan of uh, uh, old horsemen in the area. And um, the first time I ever sort of come across Gerald was... Um, when I was younger and he'd come stay with Dad for the June Carnival and um, there was a horse <laughs> that we couldn't really handle very well and um, Gerald tied its legs together and, and pushed it in the shoulder and it fell down and um, it laid there for him while he put a bridle on it and that was the first time I'd seen Gerald in action and I thought, well, wowee, what a man this is and um, then Dad went on to say, well, he was the boat that was in the man from Snowy River and... Um, in the coffee household, the man from Snowy River was on pretty regularly. So um, it's sort of amazing now that um, I know Gerald so well and um, growing up with Logan and Jai, they go and be apprenticed with him. We've all sort of stayed pretty close and all um, gone through the sort of systems together and both Gerald and Dad and um, Daryl and Michelle McNeil would be all very proud of what we've all achieved. Well, we know that uh, Tom Berlinson gets the
2: credit for that jump off the um, hill for Jim Craig and a man from Snow River but Gerald Egan in the racing industry we know that he is a great horseman and played a big part in that uh, movie but Logan you've got a big weekend ahead, you're off to Cranbourne today with some nice rides, you must be excited um, for the next couple of days
3: Yeah definitely And I got a few nice rides He um, managed a day, done a good job and hopefully I can fulfil them all and have a bit better luck than what I did the other day
1: have you got any dirt on Harry for us, Logan, before we let you go? I
3: wish I did, Gareth. I wish, but no. Don't he's lie. He's a good Harry.
1: Uh, <laughs> he's right, been mate.
3: great to me, helping me out and whatnot. So, no, I'll, I'll let him slide on that one.
1: You're a good man, mate. You come from a wonderful family. The boy, are you, do you call yourself a kerrang lad or not?
3: Yeah, yeah, I probably yep. would, Gareth, yeah.
1: All right, then. We'll not jot that one down because it um, adds a little bit of controversy, not only not to the um, McNeil he family. From,
0: he's from Mile. Babe. It just gets a little bit loosely yeah. played a around, lot, doesn't
1: it? A lot of our listeners get upset when I say the McNeil boys are from, from Kerrang. But, Logan, it's great to see you kicking plenty of goals, mate. You'll be winning a Melbourne Cup just like your brother before you know it. Good luck today, mate, and um, go and get them.
3: Thanks, guys.
1: Thanks for having me. Gareth Hall, Harry Coffey, Maggie Payne with you. It's time for our Hall of Fame. And Maggie, we'll start off with you for your nomination this week.
3: Well, I
2: mentioned that I was excited for Sunday's meeting at Ballarat, like uh, Ballarat Gold Nugget, and it has to be Wicklow Town winning it uh, for local trainer Julie Scott. I think it was a and ridden by Logan's brother, Jai. I thought that was a my highlight. Julie obviously doesn't have that many in work and uh, homebred for the team. So that was a really big highlight for me across the week.
1: I'll start with mine now. I think it's Gun Tech and Simon Wilde from a country point of view. He raced into Derby contention, of course, there yesterday at Flemington in the Derby trial. I think he's now the second favourite with the Tab Harry. And I think Simon Wilde, he's, he's a, definitely a trainer on the rise. He's getting better stock at the moment and... He's starting to get some nice horses in his stable, and Guntek uh, could be a horse that really puts him on the map during our biggest carnival of all, um, come the, the the Flemington Carnival in the early part of November.
0: Yeah, that's right. and They're good at training stayers, uh, stay the wild team, so uh, if you like uh, to have a little uh, punt early on the derby, you know that their horses will be uh, fit, and you know, well, obviously it's in there, so it's going to be there, so... Uh, They've got great facilities, um, they train on a farm at the beach and, as I said, their stay has really come into their own as we've seen with Charlie Rose. But my Hall of Fame, I, uh, I had a little bit of trouble working it out but I've settled on two, so I'm sorry to hold everybody up. Yes. But, uh, first of all, that Flemington meeting yesterday on a Wednesday, that was brilliant, real appetizer for uh, the weekend we're about to experience. But I, uh, my first in the Hall of Fame is the Hayes boys, not only uh, yep. JD and Ben... But also their dad. They trained a double at Flemington, and then dad goes and trains a uh, a, a double at uh, Hong Kong last night. So uh, it was a bit like Michael Voss getting the Carlton job to start with, and yeah. uh, not a, they're definitely uh, putting on a bit of a clinic now. So uh, ter- terrific effort with Mr. Brightside, and Mr. Brightside might end up uh, taking on the horse that Maggie was speaking about in the Seymour Cup coming up soon. Um, the horse that won the Golden Nugget. So. That'll be a ripping race as well. And my second one, absolute mm-hmm. chaos going on in Melbourne at the moment with uh, the riot.
2: Yeah.
0: Karen Ma's team having them signs up, telling everyone to get vaccinated and come back to the races. Not only is it great for uh, his business, but just racing overall. We're getting on with it. We're wanting to get vaccinated because we know it's the right thing. And there's people Yahooing and being absolute tools and uh, we've got signs up telling people to get vaccinated. So that's in the Hall of Fame for me. So bit of lap-dogging too i ride for both the hayes and Martin, but i think uh i think
1: they're worthy contenders for hall of fame you've done really well there um harry because i agree with you with the the stable and the hayes brothers they're great stories in their 20s you know they had some criticism or people were knocking them a little bit saying well they're only in the early part of their careers it's such a big responsibility to take over Lindsay parker a, a great racing empire and are a racing um, brand in this country for so many years, started by their, their legendary grandfather, Colin Hayes. But good on the lads because they're answering their critics in the best way possible, and that's by training winners, especially at headquarters there at Flemington. Um, I want to play you this, Harry, and don't, don't get upset with me here. We're going back to 2018, and it's the Benella Cup
3: burst through in the middle. Yeah. Mr. Garcia is after him. Last week, Mr. Garcia. Last week, just in front. Mr. Garcia, the outside after him. Last week, Mr. Garcia. Mr. Garcia
1: won the Cup at Brunello. Now, sorry to do that to you, Harry, but you sort of need to see the vision as well because Johnny Allen has a look to you straight after that post, and it's like I've got you, Harry. Um Bad luck, Harry. Just to rub it in a little bit, can you explain what happened on that day?
0: Yeah, my horse wasn't expected to run that well and um, Weary's other runner that Johnny was on was expected to blitz him and I nearly ruined the party getting beaten only a nose but wasn't the first time that um, would happen and um, yeah, I was just told follow Johnny and hopefully you finish off a little bit in the straight so that he's ready for next start and I nearly stole the vanilla cup right out from underneath them uh, (laughs) and uh, last week he was a horse that I had a little bit to do with and Jerry Ryan owned so... When you get beaten the nose, um, it's cruel, especially when I uh, when it was by Darren, other runner. But uh, that was one of my better rides, and you don't get remembered for running second. So thanks for bringing that up.
1: I, I see as well there at Flemington yesterday, Jerry Ryan. I think our, our great mate Dean Lester's got a small share in cheerful moment. Maybe we try and get on that horse for the Derby, Harry.
0: Yeah, it went good, didn't it? Um yep. geez, it ran well. And I, I was just looking at the the head on in the straight. And Joy had to take a little bit of a neat run, and the the chest and neck on the horse it was it was double the size of uh, the other runners in the race on the head on. So he's a powerful, big, beautiful horse, and um, he's trending towards a Derby, I think. So I'll have to uh, i have to get on the phone and say uh, if Joy's too busy, which is a chance. Joy gets Correct. off on a lot of rides. Maybe I could fill in because uh, uh, what are we six, five weeks probably from the Derby? So or a month. So he'll be peaking beautifully for that.
1: We'll start the campaign. We'd love to get you on that horse for the Derby. Maggie, what about the Bonilla Cup? As Harry just pointed out, it's a great time of the year, public holiday. We wish we could go there, but it's another terrific field there for the Bonilla Cup over the 2,000.
2: Yeah, it's a $125,000 race, so they, they bring really strong um, fields together. I think Mike Maroney's dominated this race in recent years, winning the last two, and he's got the favourite in misery tomorrow, so it looks hard to beat, but Yeah, it's certainly a good field. And also the Coleraine Cup's come up really strong with a lot of uh, Southwest trainers having runners, including Lindsay Smith's got
1: a couple in. So
2: we've got double choice for uh, the races tomorrow and then big day of footy on Saturday.
1: If you had to have a ride in the Benalla Cup, if you could have a ride in the Benalla Cup, Harry, who would it be? Yeah, well, a lot of
3: the
0: time I don't really get to choose the exact ride that i would want to be on i just thought of got to go with my loyal connections which probably would have been the karen Mar team but i think he's extremely well placed in that he's been running in strong races so um but solomon diaz you know he, he looks really well placed there and this race the Benalla cup historically is a really good race form-wise going into bigger and better races in the spring and not many country cups in Victoria, probably get and attract as nice of horses as what the Vanilla Cup does. So if you've got a spare five minutes, watch it. And uh, the winner of the race, I'm sure you'll see uh, fighting out the finish of a good race in the near future. But as um, Maggie said, Michael Moroni's form in the race is outstanding and the horse that he's got in it on the minimum weight, D stuck House Riding 54, looks hard to beat.
1: Yeah, and that is emissary there. So race eight, number nine. We could talk all day, team, but we've run out of time on Coffee Country. What a show to kick off proceedings, Harry. Well done. Um, enjoy Grand Final day. Not riding and watching the races. Who are you following? What's your tip there, Harry? Uh,
0: dogs. Uh, Melbourne's the best. Melbourne's the best team, but I reckon the dogs are mentally going to really blitz them. Of-
1: all right, then. So that's Harry Coffey's thoughts there on the AFL Grand Final. Maggie, have you had a best bet at the races and who are you tipping in the, the Grand Final?
2: Well, I'll, I'll stick with Mike Moroni's horse. Got to go favourites. I haven't had a very good strike record last year, so I've got to get off the board. And I'm only a stone throw away from Footscray, so I'll go the Dogs.
1: Good on you, Maggie. Good on you, Harry. We'll catch up with you next week.
2: Thanks, James.